My name is Cyph Morris, and this is This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This Week in Car Audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found, check your grounds. The show about to start, start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, with your co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. Hold on a second. Let me one more mute. Um, I am going to, oh, there we go. Let's see. I'm not getting any comments yet on my pop-up <laughs> here. That's fine. They're coming up now. Bam. There we go. Okay. Let's see how this is working. Oh, there we go. SQ Sounds out of Bridgetown, Barbados. He just popped in. Okay, cool. I'm starting to see the comments now. All right, Jeffrey, I'm going to start sharing while we're waiting for Jim Bay. Uh, Jim Bay. Yeah, Jimbo <laughs> is what most Jimbo. people know him as. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't you tell us about uh, this last weekend for you, sir? Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, well, first of all, I just wanted to tell you that, uh, unfortunately, I didn't win the Powerball, so I'm here today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was so hoping, yeah, if I'm going to win, I'm going to announce it on the uh, on the podcast and say I'm the, the $2 billion winner, but uh, sadly, uh, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> and then I had to go to, back to work the next day, so. Yeah, um, but, uh, <laughs> it was out of California, right, down by where your yeah, old house was. Bummer, man. Okay. I was like, was I over that way? No. No, you had to double check, huh? <laughs> I had to double check just to make sure. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I, I had a show uh, this weekend. It was at Crossfire Car Audio. Um, we had a triple point event sponsored by Brobox. Uh, but in addition to the DB Drag event, uh, we had USAC, who came out, uh, Anita Salas from South Texas. I think she said she was like six hours away, came up. Uh, uh, her show was sponsored by uh, the Texas Tornadoes. They're a group, uh, uh, an audio team uh, out there. Um, but uh, it was it was a fun show. It was a uh, crisp 50 degree sunny weather uh, out there. It was so cold. But that's tough for the, um, you, um, for you, uh, you know, Texas boys. <laughs> yeah, so SoCal I, I, too, right? Exactly, exactly. 50 degrees. I told everybody, you know, bring a hoodie, some gloves. Um, luckily, though, uh, Roger at Crossfire had to hook up. Uh, one of his neighbors owns a, uh, a beverage cart. So they actually were uh, at the show uh, during the summer months, they were selling uh, shaved ice. But during uh -huh. the winter months, they serve hot cocoa, uh, lattes, <laughs> hot chocolate. So uh, Roger had him out there, and uh, for all the competitors, uh, you you each received a, a free uh, coupon for a free drink, and uh, luckily that kind of warmed things up for the uh, competitors. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Um, a lot of action in in base race again. Um, I think it's just 
you know, base race central, hopefully, hopefully we'll get like the uh, Tennessee guys and get like uh, uh, Texas base racers, but um, all of the guys in the twenties class uh, qualified with a 129.9. So, I mean, once, once you see that, it's like, you know, action's going to heat up. Oh, yeah. um, so it, it was kind of the usuals in the finals, or I should say like the top three guys. Uh, it was uh, Lewis TVC. It was Eric Hansen. Uh, both of which were uh, t- uh, 2022 uh, world finalists in in base race, um, and then there was Alan Ray. He's a a local guy out there doing base race, and uh, man, it it went all the way down to uh, uh, Eric and Alan, and <laughs> they actually tied, and uh, you know they had to get ready, and you know how it's all automated, right? Uh, well, when the the time ticked down, um, Eric. Uh, he he forgot to turn down his volume. So oh, right when it was right when it counted it down, out. boom! It was like yeah, one thirty out the gate. He overshot, and then Alan, uh, you know who's who's uh, you know he does really well, but uh, he just when he comes down to the finals, um, he always uh, like uh, has a little bit of trouble, and then always ends up taking second or third. But <laughs> he ends up uh, he ended up winning it uh, this past Saturday, and and then you know not only that. He ended up winning a hundred dollars of uh, Rogers money. So, <laughs> oh, everybody loves Rogers money. Everybody loves Rogers money. So, I mean, he was just just ecstatic, really happy. I think this is like one of the first times he's he's won in base race. So, awesome. like I tell people, you know, you never know, you know, what could happen in the lanes, and yep. you know, he ended up All winning. Right. So that was really cool. All right, <laughs> as we get into this thing, before we even get started, I got to show you guys this video. Um, oh oops, yeah, hold wrong. on. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was just guessing on the screens on the left here, guys. So it was a pure guess. That's why Jeffrey and I aren't uh, here. Let me uh, make a quick adjustment here. <laughs> I'm going to get Jeffrey in frame here. There we go. Um, uh, let me go adjust mine real quick. Um, anyway, this is a video of was it Usaki World Finals or Iaska World Finals or something? It like was a uh, uh, Mecca and <laughs> Mecca and Iaska. All right. Well, I mean, I don't compete in those organizations, so it's difficult for me to remember. Anyway, so I'm gonna play this uh, video. You guys should be able to hear the audio and everything. Um, oops. There you go. Uh, you guys can't hear it or see it, Jeffrey, because I didn't share the page. But if you watch it back, so that was the first view of uh, from head on. Uh, this is a Gorman Cassidy's car. Um, he blew out his side window uh, this weekend. And right there was it blowing out, and it actually hit the screen, the TV screen, and knocked it out. And just and killed the TV screen. Killed the TV screen. Dude, that's awesome. And then here's another... Um, uh, here's another view of it, and then uh, one final view of just watching it blow out. I think nope, that was it. So that's on the DB drag. Um, that's on the DB drag. Uh, yeah, form. I think Wayne put a little. Uh, that that's Wayne's video, video together. That's yeah, Wayne's video. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, multiple angles. <laughs> yep. That's the one we were just watching. So Tiffany says she saw this video. It was awesome. Uh, uh, Tristan, 
that says, I watched this video like six times last night. Uh, <laughs> said it was amazing. Mario Anthony Perella, that was crazy. Talk about pressure. Well, pressure. you know, the windshield doesn't break, so now the next thing to break is going to be the side windows. Um, next week is pulled. Yeah, so let's uh, get into this thing a little bit right now. Oh, uh, one more thing before we get started. Uh, keep your thoughts and prayers with um, Nathan Munson. He went and got his um, he went and got his kidney transplant from his nephew, I believe. It's, it's either his nephew or his cousin. I think it's his nephew. Um, got a kidney transplant. Uh, everything went good. He's just really sick right now and is going to have to change his diet up a little bit. But other than that, um, he's doing really well. And, you know, for a quick, strong recovery, uh, we all hope for Mr. Nathan Munson. Um, yes. And then uh, thank you again to our sponsors. Let's start us off with our sponsors, Stolman Transportation, LLC, um, Crossfire Car Audio. We have lots of Watts Lifestyle Apparel and Puns Customs, our guest last week. So with all that base race things that uh, was going on, you know, uh, our guest today <laughs> is, Hallway. Uh, I don't want to get this wrong, uh, Julius uh, Mac Daddy Johnson, the real Mac Daddy, chime in. Team Mini nice. says he's late. Uh, let me go back here to uh, Facebook, and I want to actually be very clear on what it, Okay, so um, our guest today, 10-time DB Drag World Champion. Two times in DB Drag, I'm set guessing Super Street X. Yeah. Um, Three times in base race, I'm guessing 49.9 or 59.9. 59, yeah. Okay. Uh, twice in top dog and twice, I'm sorry, three times in top dog and twice in freestyle. And yet the guy is a whopping, what are you, 21 years old or 20 years old? I just turned 22. He just turned 22. Wow. Uh, everybody knows him as Jimbo, but how do you actually say your name? Uh, Jim Vey, right? Yep. There you go. Uh, so anyway, so but everybody knows him as Jimbo, which is actually the vehicle that he competes yes. with. Hey, how about you tell ah. us a little bit about that vehicle? Oh man, that vehicle's got so much backstory. So, I mean, does. Clay was the one that originally built it. I don't God knows how long ago. There's lots of videos of him on YouTube demoing that thing he used to compete that thing so he would drive that vehicle to every show never trailered it so the whole point of that vehicle when he built it was it was never meant to be a trailer queen <laughs> it was meant to be driven to every show right so that that was pretty cool uh we trailer it i'm not driving the vehicle 36 <laughs> hours i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not driving that vehicle 36 hours um but i mean other than that it's it's just got a lot of history i think it's got some cool stories you could tell uh, on the front bumper, actually. Uh, so, I mean, Team Rip Rock, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with them. Uh, well, they won't come on the show because they don't want to talk about be car audio anymore. <laughs> what? They talk a little bit about car audio. They, they might, you know, there's a little bit of talk, but uh, nothing serious. But uh, way back <laughs> in the day, there's, there's this little dent on the front bumper of Jimbo, if you look at it. And it's uh, actually Clay accidentally hit the troop. Well, the trooper the didn't. Did the nothing back. happened to the trooper. I'm sure that thing was <laughs> a solid tank. It's a tank for sure. But there's this little <laughs> mark on the front bumper from where the uh, where he hit the trooper, which was really funny. <laughs> okay. 
So, so the car, uh, what kind of subs, how many subs, amplifier, battery power, alternator, what do you got going on in that thing? So it's uh, an 89 GMC Jimmy. It's mm -hmm. got eight 15s in it with uh, four DC-10Ks, and then it's got eight of the B260 amp-hour lithiums in it with okay. uh, three GM large case alternators. Okay. Uh, speaking of you Canadian folk, uh, Canadians. <laughs> Canadians, yes. Yeah. That, that, I never heard that term before. Uh, there are a <laughs> lot of people uh, of Chinese descent in Canada, from what I understand. So yeah, I, I, there's I, a lot of people. Yes. Um, but um, speaking of that, I talked to uh, Don Hebig today, and yep. uh, he'll be coming back on the show uh, when oh, we work cool. out a little bit of time, probably beginning of Jan uh, December. That'll so, be awesome. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we, we love our Canadian brethren. Um, yes. You know, uh, you guys are a great time. You guys usually come down. Um, you know, we've talked about on the show a lot of times about Autorama. You guys make it down to Autorama quite a few, uh, probably what, like five or six times maybe? Uh, I've been once for sure. Yeah. I don't know if dad, I think. Your dad's come just to judge yeah. and yeah. do other things. Steve's but, gone a couple different times on his own too, I believe. Steve's or come. Team Mini, I guess. Yeah, Team Mini so. as most people know him. Yeah. No, that that like I said, uh, the Canadian guys, um, you know, during the pandemic, it was real difficult to get across the border, so it kind of limited you guys. Um, gave you extra time to work on stuff. Did you do anything to the vehicle? Uh, well, I mean, we removed the center console. We changed all the batteries. So originally, we were running the excess. Uh, we were running 18 excess power uh, Group 51s is what we were originally running mm -hmm. for battery power. So we swapped that all to lithium to the B260 amp hours. Would that and save you like 300 pounds? <laughs> 300 oh, pounds oh my goodness. Sure. It's like an actual night day difference driving that thing. It's, so I drive it to like our locals, right? But like you put your foot into the into the gas pedal all the way to the floor. You're like a snail, man. <laughs> it's better. You're still a snail, but like, you know, it's a lot better. It's a lot less weight. So it drives so much better. Uh, so we did that. And then, as well as we removed the center console. Right. Cool. Center console was, uh, well, I don't know. You all saw it. It was almost a DB gain. Oh, is that what it was? A, a DB gain by removing it? Pretty close. It was pretty close to a DB gain removing the center console. Oh, by removing it? Yeah. So, so I mean, there's there's probably pictures and videos that are floating around. There used to be the center console, and it had four uh, six and a halfs in it, and that's where all the component amplifiers were mounted. And that's where the radio was, and all the all the gauges and everything like that. So we took it out, made our own face cover for the dash to mount the radio and all the gauges and everything like that. And yeah, it was pretty much a DB gain. Okay. Wow. No, that's cool. Um, so you know we can't have this whole discussion about competing and all that stuff without talking about your pre-shot routine. So in bowling, <laughs> we do the pre-shot routine. You absolutely have a pre-competing -comp routine, just like um, uh, Gracie did. Gracie had something very similar. Uh, but why don't you walk us through yours? Oh, man. <laughs> well, we're, try we're trying to make people better, right? So yeah. this is what you do to get in the zone mm -hmm. to compete. And obviously, it's worked. You have 10 titles, right? So I mean, a lot of it is so I mean, a lot of it is just getting out of your own head. It, base race and dog is that game is a hundred percent mental game. I mean, there's even like if you go back and look at the videos that Wayne posted on the YouTube channel, you could come up like for the top dog run. You could see I don't remember who the competitor was, but someone came up to me 
and was trying to get in my head. And I, I literally just wasn't even paying attention to him. I was just looking at my radio, setting everything where it needed to be. Double, triple, quadruple check the volume to make sure you don't blow over or are starting at a way too high of a volume. Mm-hmm. Bass knob's always just wherever the bass knob's going to be. And then, you know, just that's, you got to clear your own mind, just relaxed <laughs> as much as you can. <laughs> Even though it doesn't look like I'm relaxed, I, I am. Uh, it literally just consists in through the nose, out through the mouth, a couple times of that, triple check radio again before I give the thumbs up, and then, you know, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, ignore the judge, right? That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't – I try not to listen to anything outside of what I'm doing. So, like, so there are some people that will stay true to this or agree with this, but uh, hearing what your vehicle – is doing is a big part in knowing exactly what your number is going to be or it is for me at least that's that's why i'm always touching some part of my vehicle to feel what the vehicle mm-hmm. is doing because you can well when you got like almost 30 db headroom yes. one volume click is you know significant like even a little bit on the base knob is an exponential jump so you can feel it in the vehicle right? it's it's important to me at least yeah uh spencer uh Staniland says for him, yes. yeah. Uh, uh-huh. He he says for him, it's remembering to take the seat out. <laughs> yes, yes, that has happened a couple times at our show. Don't forget to take the seat out. Yeah. So we got to that cost you some BBs. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, huge. Um. So from Bridgetown, Barbados, Tristan. Uh, he wants to know uh, when did you start competing? You know what? I think I was like. It was before I could drive. So before I could get my learners. Uh, so in Canada, you get your learners at 14. I think I, I want to say I was like 12. Okay. I want to say I was like 12 or 13. Or 13 is probably pretty And disgusting. what was your first show and what did you do as far as competing-wise? Uh, so this is when we got Jimbo, actually, because Play sold us Jimbo. Mm-hmm. Um, it ha- still had Realm Audio equipment and stuff like that. Like it had. <laughs> this is a long time ago. But uh, I want to say my first show was – a. A show in Calgary. That was one of the first shows I remember competing at, for sure. Uh, Yeah, I I definitely want to say that was probably the first show. I want to say it was 12. I want to say I was 12. 12 years old? And did you win? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, (laughs) what's your definition of win? I mean, in DB Drag, I want to say I did win. Uh, Top Dog, I don't think was a thing then yet. No, it wasn't. Base Race. Base Race, it was... At that point, when we got Joe, it was it wasn't doing over a sixty when we got it had Realm Audio stuff that we just threw in there, and uh, I think it was doing like a fifty. So at that point in time, base race is just hit it and quit it. All knobs to the right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Julius says, "Oh yeah, you got to feel it," um, and that's true yeah. for guys that are base racing and stuff because you can hear and feel minor differences. Hundred percent. Um, Chris Jenner out of here, out here from California says last year was fun. Great battles when you it came really to good. visit us. Um, it was very competitive in top dog last year from what I remember. Yes. <laughs> it was very tight run. Yes. And Tyler Archer, uh, you might know that guy. He says, yes, Mr. Choi, uh, that's your daddy. <laughs> yes. That's yes, my yes. father. <laughs> <laughs> So was uh, speaking of your dad. So was uh, okay. We all know it's uh, Ray Choi. Uh, was he a big influence in 
getting you started into into competing or did he like force oh, it yeah. onto you or no 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 <laughs> i've I, he was definitely a big part of it so i mean he owns his own custom car audio shop which is fx audio right behind you uh, <laughs> yes uh as long as i can remember i've always wanted to go to the shop and hang out there and you know talk to customers or you know be part of whatever they're building at the time and i remember he had his justy and his bronco uh that's kind of like i used to hang out i wasn't like old enough to compete or anything like that barely old enough to remember it but i i remember it and uh that was kind of like what sparked it for me and then you know he has six kids so yep. when we had my <laughs> little brother so, he had so to stop for a couple of years. speaking of the six years or six kids uh which one are you are you the oldest the I'm youngest the child you're in the middle i'm the third i'm the oh, yes. middle middle okay I'm so middle man so do life. any of the older or younger kids bring it up are they gonna become part of the car audio like you or no no they don't have a an interest in it so i mean i have four sisters and it's <laughs> myself and then my one younger brother my brother maybe he's kind of talked about it a little bit <laughs> How young? Into, How old is he? He's at that age where he wants to just play video games, though, so I can't ah, knock him for yeah. it. Well, I got a 22-year-old that just wants to play video <laughs> games, so <laughs> I don't know what the "how young" is thing. Uh he's uh, 14. Okay. 14. No, that's good. Um, so uh, for you people, I'm I'm sure most people understand that um, Cana Canada is not no Barbados, so um, it gets cold there. So what, what oh, yeah. really is your uh, car audio season up there? Hmm. Uh, uh, typically starts in June, July, and then the end of it for us is October. That's when it, that's when it ends. July to October? Yeah, it's not much. like Texas where you just go have shows twice a month all year round, right? No, <laughs> it's funny. Or no. It's funny you mention that because uh, Julius, uh, uh, Julius Mac Johnson the third, this uh, guy right here. Just, yeah, that guy. Uh, I think it was late in the season last year, and he was like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta get these points." So uh, we got to Jimbo, you know, coming out of nowhere, and and I'm like, "Wow, that's because you know they were." And they were in hibernation, you know, during the winter. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then now they're just like getting all these shows going. So yeah. It well, seems for like us, like typically we don't normally have as many shows as we did. We were having shows every other week, pretty much, is what it consisted of. And it was not just one, it was three. Um Canadian Finals was this is the first time we've had Canadian Finals since uh I think it was twenty nineteen mm -hmm. is when uh we lost our like satellite location. So we were making a really big push to try and get all the base heads within, you know, our area enough points to try and come compete at Canadian finals. Gotcha. So that was the reason we had such a big push. We'll see what happens next year, though. So Julius <laughs> Mac Johnson the third says the third is always the best. It's the third is the always the best. According to Mac Johnson the third, I'm Douglas the third. I got to agree, kind of. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm the third child. You're Douglas the third. Julius Mac Johnson the third. I I trend no. <laughs> That's right. So um yeah so okay so you guys uh, do a big push for points. How was your Canadian finals? Uh, it was actually not bad. It was overall pretty good. 
A uh, couple of falls. Unfortunately, there were some competitors that didn't have as good of a time. But I mean, you know, the stress of a ring, I guess. Yeah. Is I want to, what I want to roll it down to. Um, overall, I think we had like for us, this is a lot. But I think we, I want to say we had like thirty cars. Oh, good. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's pretty small compared to like your guys' events. You guys, <laughs> way too many cars, but thirty for us. Way is too many. Good um tyler archer says he had fun yeah um, uh dustin bulger asked this question jimbo how many years have you been competing you said you started at 12 give or take so that would say about 10 years right so that's wow. one championship per year <laughs> roughly it worked out like that <laughs> pretty pretty close yeah um but okay so what is your um Definitely your your most what's your most memorable show you've ever been to? Most memorable show. Yep. Oh. I kinda wanna say finals. Which finals? This finals, like the one that we were just at in, oh, uh, in Okay. Wow. So a little a little add on to other people's FOMO that didn't go to world finals this year. <laughs> yeah, honestly, gotcha. like to have an experience like that is so so awesome. Like it's just you can't match it, like the energy from finals in Owensboro versus final last year when we were in uh, Alabama and California, right, with the split locations, it's totally different. Like the one location that's super massive, everyone's there, meeting everybody, it was just so cool. There was a lot of cool people out there. Good stuff, right? Yep. And the competitor party and all the other stuff. Um, yeah. Because you've never been to a single location finals prior to that, right? Uh, I'll no not no I haven't every other every finals i've been to before that has had a satellite location yep uh tyler archer said he never had one good certified run but the memories will last a lifetime so that i'm sure it's talking about the canadian finals there so but no that's i mean uh, so so if this was the best finals that or this the best show you've ever been to is this this finals um it it was just the the party and the people that you get together with and that kind of thing or i mean what did anything like stick out Cause, so normally uh for people that don't know him very well so his dad is one of our judges and i would say he's definitely one of our head judges for all of db drag we um like to discuss with him when we do all the rules and all that stuff and anyway so um jimbo here as you call him uh, he comes to have dinner with us and hangs out with us. But I will say this year, he was nowhere to be found. At least as far <laughs> as the judges were concerned. So. Yes. Uh, well, I think <laughs> I'm, he just I was turned legal. 21. <laughs> he was I was legal. legal to go to the bar. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think the, the greatest memory that – the reason to being why this final is the best and most verbal is just to be with everybody. Even if mm -hmm. it was that I didn't know prior to, and I just met them, like everyone was so friendly and so welcoming. Like there, there didn't feel like there was hardly any ill will, if that makes sense. Was it like they were all Canadian or something? <laughs> <laughs> minus the sorry or the minus the, I'm sorry. in every other sentence, it was literally just yeah. like everyone was Canadian. <laughs> Yeah, because those Canadians are sorry for everything. Yes, we are. 
So, but no, that that's awesome. Uh, I, I'm glad you had a great time. I I think it was like I said. Um, for me, it wasn't my best World Finals, but it was definitely awesome. It was a great time. Uh, you know, I I really like to hark back to you know meeting Muhammad Ali at World Finals. That was awesome. Uh, you Muhammad Ali at World Finals? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't watch this show all the time. Anyway, we, we actually had one of the guys in the chat here. He posted a picture, and we, me and the twins were just hanging out in the bar downstairs, and I'm like, dude, it's the great one. And like, what the hell? I'm like, no, dude, it's the great one. It's the great one. And everybody looked at me like, it's crazy. I was like, no, no, it's Muhammad Ali. And then all of a sudden, you know, like a whole bunch of people went up, got pictures, and he sat down there for like, you know, half hour, 45 minutes and talked to us. So, um, but yeah, that was awesome. You know, um, cool experience for sure. Right. Oh yeah. That's, uh, and, and I really, you know, I met, um, Willie Mays. I met Earl Campbell, which was my, one of my favorite football players of all time. I mean, he stopped playing. He was probably inducted in the hall of fame before you were born. Uh, <laughs> that's how long ago he was. He was, he would played in the seventies. He was a phenomenal football player. Uh, one of my, I met him. Um, shoot, uh, um, a bunch of the Hall of Fame baseball players from Anaheim Angels, um, you know, so I, I met all these, like, sports stars and movie stars and stuff. Not as many as Jeffrey, though. I mean, <laughs> Jeffrey's a movie star himself, so he meets all them people. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that kind of stuff. I met uh, Mary Poppins, whatever her name is, um, Andrews, Julie Andrews one time. Oh, okay. Um, you know, because I've done a lot of stuff at Disneyland, whether it be work there uh, for remodeling or oh, been okay. there. I used to hang out there when I was a kid. So, you know, we'd see a lot of – at that time, there was Disney Studios also at Disneyland. So, um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So, I mean, and I've never been starstruck before until I met Muhammad Ali. So I will say that one was different. So that was awesome. I mean, Willie Mays, when I met him, I didn't even know who he was. I'm like, hey, my dad told me to come over here and get your autograph. And he signed, he said, Willie Mays. I was like, I don't know who you are, but my dad says this is an important <laughs> autograph. <laughs> dad said it was important, so it's got to be important, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, and then I met him like two years later and I knew who he was and, at that point, you know, I learned who he was. So that was kind of cool. Um, cause he used to golf a tournament in Reno. And, um, at that point in my life, I golfed quite a bit with my dad. So, all right, let's see here what he says, uh, Doug and Jeffrey, I can't ask Jimbo if he had a radio shack subwoofer has his first <laughs> as his first subwoofer <laughs> at his age, he would be more of a Rockford or a kicker baby. So what was your what was your first subwoofer? My first subwoofer was a DC twelve. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. Well, yeah, then no. It was a <laughs> Audio Mobile ten, and then it was a DC le uh, level one twelve. Okay, and, and that's in a different vehicle other than Jimbo. Yeah. So my first ever vehicle that I physically got to drive was a little Dodge Neon. Okay. And we built a box with a. A sealed box with the single 10 audio mobile with uh, the two M cars, so the two passes. And then it did like, oh, musically, it was sounded really good, which is all I cared about at the time. And then, and then I you learned about bass race. 
Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> it would not base race. So we built a box for level 112. All right. Uh, so so were there. you building that stuff, helping your dad, or was your dad building it and you were helping install, or how did that uh, all get going? At that age, I was pretty young, so I wasn't doing any installs or anything like that. Dad was building the boxes. Um, they did the installs. I learned about the installs. Um, still knew how to run all my own equipment and everything like that. Now I'm definitely part of the installs and the builds. <laughs> okay. No, that that's... now that you could grip a uh, cordless drill, <laughs> now right? I can actually grip some tools. And, you... you know, so yeah. so is your plan to um, take over your dad's business at some point when he decides to retire and whatnot? And um... yeah, that's that's the tentative plan. That'd be really really nice. I'd like to at least. I have a joy for this. I like the link car audio stuff. I like, I don't know. I like doing dumb stuff. <laughs> okay, so then do you have a girlfriend? I do, yeah. <laughs> you do? How can you have a girlfriend and a car audio? Those things don't Not go together. Easily. Not very easily. <laughs> she Maybe he, he hasn't told her yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She, she's well aware. She's well aware. Um, she supports my addiction, as I like to call it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my car audio addiction. No, definitely is. Um, it's an addiction. Uh, and anybody that gets into it in any way shape or form um they will tell you right away that it, it's it is an addictive thing um especially oh, yeah. once you compete it's nobody likes to be not first because if you're not first you're last right so <laughs> ricky bobby that's right so so nobody likes to be last and um and the ability if you even have reasonable intelligence in my opinion you can be a formidable competitor it's not like yeah. the smartest guy wins now when you're talking db drag you know but base race and top dog it's the one who can control the, themselves the most is mm -hmm. going to win but in db drag that there is big pockets big brains yes 100% there's a lot of math and physics that go into building a loud dirt machine yeah and, and and like we've mentioned on this show before you know your dad definitely a super smart guy uh no yeah. doubt that you got some of that smarts um i've never met your mom but i'm sure she's not too dumb considering i i'm sure your dad didn't marry <laughs> down like that you know guys that are smart usually marry up you know so i would like to say my mom is pretty smart good I, I, Not book smart, but very street smart. Okay. That's where I like. I got my street smarts from. That's good. Um, so, so what are your plans? Like, just you're gonna ride the Jimbo thing forever, or build a new vehicle, know, or what? So there was like we were talking about like, building a different vehicle, but I mean, and like no one understands like the cost, like the physical cost and time it takes to get a vehicle to where, like, if we wanted oh, yeah. to build another Jimbo. Like to get it to the point where it's where Jimbo is right now, the amount of dollars and yeah. hours that would have to go into this, it would be ridiculous. So for us right now, there's no, there's no point in rebuilding another vehicle. Gotcha. I still have fun. I'm not looking to be the loudest guy in DB drag. That was never my intention. That's the two rings I have in that are pretty much sheer luck. <laughs> um, same with freestyle. Like Dante, Dante gave me that ring this year and I'm not, I'm very grateful for it. But, mm -hmm. um, as long as I'm competitive in base race and top dog, I'm having a fun time. 
Um, Man, even just going up, throwing up a number in the lanes for DB Drag is good too. Personal best. That's always my goal. There you mm -hmm. go. Uh, Tiffany, uh, she's one of the ones out of Barbados. Um, her husband is uh, Tristan. <laughs> she says, that's not true. You can absolutely have a partner and be involved in car audio. I disagree. Ask my <laughs> wife. <laughs> so what happens with me, and I'm sure with Jeff, well, no, I think your wife still does some stuff, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah. So oh, my yeah. wife was very involved when I first started doing the car audio thing. And she's so over it now. <laughs> she's like, no. Yeah, 22 years later, whatever it is, she's so over it. As a matter of fact, uh, what's <laughs> two weeks or three weeks? It's our 30th anniversary. So, oh, good um, for you guys! Congratulations. Yep. yep. They wanted to do the um, the annual um, Nyman Mellows Auto uh, Toys for Tots on that weekend, and I told them. Pretty sure my wife's not going to go for me doing a Toys for Tots on our 30th anniversary weekend. She would not be too happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So she's going Rosita, Moses, me and Tristan, tons of other audio couples out there. I believe there are audio couples out there, but they aren't as prevalent as non-audio yeah. couples. It's rare, yes, but it's, it's there. It's <laughs> it is. Um. Spencer says that he's waiting for those uh, 15 inches. So what's Spencer that? Spencer Stainland? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. So are you switching some subwoofers out to 15s? Or are you supposed to give him your 15s? Or what's that about? <laughs> he talked about wanting to take the 15s off my hands. I said, no. <laughs> no? Come on, switch no. it out to 18s. <laughs> there is no room. There, it's So the 15s that we have in there right now, to mm -hmm. get them – into the wall we had to do some light modification <laughs> okay did you yeah, have to trim the baskets yeah trim the uh, baskets <laughs> no we trimmed the, we trimmed the car <laughs> oh you trimmed the car <laughs> yeah so there uh, the wheel wall it's a six quarter bandpass so it's four mm -hmm. subs on each side wall on the uh driver's side to get the sub the bottom subwoofer in on the wall uh-huh. Had to use a hammer and convince the wheel well that that <laughs> subwoofer was going in there. I, I've been there. I, I may have massaged a wheel well or two in my time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, Jeffrey will tell you, so back in the days to stuff woofers, uh, we would cut the frames, right? So we cut oh, the basket. Oh, we still do it now. Yeah. You, so that, now. that basket might be a quarter inch shorter on four sides of it. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> as long as it fits at the end of the day, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and still structurally sound. Yep. And, and so we would stack, like we would overlap some of the uh, surrounds. And mm -hmm. we started doing that. And then we started trimming them. And yeah, it's kind of involved a little bit. Um, Tristan says, uh, oh, so it seems that I am a lucky guy in the game then that his wife's so involved. And she's super involved. Yeah. I mean, it's it's their business. It's not his um, you know, she takes care of that and the kids. And, uh, so yeah, so that's cool. I mean, more power to them. That's awesome that you can have somebody that's a, a partner in this for sure. Um, yeah, it's good to have support. So has she gone to any shows with you or anything? Uh, she's been to a couple. She herself is not super into the car audio thing, but yeah. she still supports it regardless. She'll come hang out. Do you let her be the hair trick judge or the hair trick girl or anything? <laughs> oh, she is not for that. She is absolutely not having any of that. Oh, no. 
<laughs> so I remember at uh, one of our 3X events, uh, I was doing my freestyle run. And she was only like three parking stalls away from where the judge's tent was where we were competing. And the driver's door was partly cracked open. And she said, being that far away was more than enough for her. <laughs> she said it was too loud. So she's not getting any demos from you anytime soon, huh? No, but that's okay. She still supports me regardless, and that's all I care about. That's yeah. good. Um, uh, another place you guys might see Jimbo uh, often is he's been to Surf City a few times. So Yeah, I've been to Surf once. Well, once? once only once? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And how was that experience? Oh, man. Busy. So busy. Mm. So I'm... <laughs> For, for me and my dad, our thing is that we're always late. We're running on choy time, as we call it. Uh, <laughs> so we were going to Surf City, and we were on track to be on time. No, you weren't. And our tow vehicle ended up having a like total catastrophic failure. So we got we were about two hours away from Spruce Grove. So we got our vehicle towed back to Spruce Grove, and then got a different vehicle, and then left. But by that time, we were, like, a day late. So we got there the day the show actually started. Oh, yeah. Like, like that night. Like, we got there, like, I think it was, like, 3 in the morning we rolled in. And we got in, checked in, went to sleep, woke up, and competed. <laughs> there you go. Um, so speaking of other Canadians that are out there, um, you know, Bass Girl. She's out yes. there. Uh, Stacy, she's been on the show. Um, she's mm -hmm. a really good ambassador. And another one, I mean, she – She's so involved with Danny and his uh, stuff, you know. Um, yep. You know, you got uh, Marissa, uh, not Copeland. It's Marissa O'Brien. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Marissa and Thomas O'Brien, they got that shop up in uh, Wy <clears throat> excuse me, Wyoming. Wyoming. Yep. Yep. And, and she built her own car, right? Um, so, yeah, that's, you know, there, there are people out there, and – it is even if it's in a minor role of just coming to hang out with you at the shows. It it That's what I told her. There's I said so just come hang out for a little bit, you know. Yeah. It means a lot, right? It does. Um and, and, and the thing about um having a relationship is they uh, there's a thing that psychologists called shared experiences. Whether it's a movie, a car show or if there's ever an extreme or a memorable moment if you guys share that, it bonds you in a way that just hanging out doesn't. So um, it's called a shared experience, and it's, I mean, and the more you're together and the more times you go to extreme things, like if you were to come down to Autorama together and see stuff or you go to World Finals together or you go to Surf or you go to Slamology, those shared experiences, uh, be good or bad, um, bond you in a way that, not everything does. Um, Tiffany out of Barbados once again wants to know, say, what did it feel like to win your first championship? Can you describe it? Oh, man. So my first championship that I won, I was 16 at the time. When uh, That was when Street X <laughs> wasn't a thing. It was just extreme. It was extreme 5K and extreme no limit, I believe, at the time. Okay. But mm -hmm. uh, that, was, that was the year I beat Gary Killian. And man, there was there was so many tears flying around. It was awesome. So I'm mean, like, <laughs> it it was just a good it was a good experience overall. So I mean, oh, there's so much strategy behind it. So my that entire 
bracket run that I did, I just said, I'm just going to hit it the last three seconds, like everything. Just give her full to the last three seconds on the clock. And the twins, Team Rip Rock, and everyone was like, all freaking out. They're like, you got to put over, you got to put up an over now. And I'm like, it's okay. Three seconds left. And you just give her. And I got super lucky. <laughs> Because yep. that year, so I knew Gary qualified with like a 165.6, I want to say is what he had. What year was and that? And I think 2016. Okay. Or 2016, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he qualified like 165.6. My qualifier was like a 164.4. So Close. I got extremely lucky. Last three second hit, there's not enough time or system failure. I'm not too sure. I actually forgot to ask <laughs> about that. But I'm going to assume just not enough time. Not enough uh-huh. time to hit it again. Uh, Julius Mac Johnson, Mac Daddy, says, hey, can I get a tip on how you float that 9.99 in top dog? He won't tell anyone. He swears. <laughs> Uh-oh. Honestly, it's really just a whole lot of practice. Like, I have so many hours into practicing, actually. It's it's crazy. Um, I th- I'm sure. I think it was a couple years ago. A couple years ago, we ended up picking up this little – two-door hatchback Hall Civic and one of my co-workers just threw a little system in it we used it as a little go-getter for the store and that thing would perfectly ride 119.9 without fail you would just hit it play it and it would just consistently ride 19.9 would never drop never go over it was like a complete miracle and uh I used that vehicle I, I, I competed against that vehicle in the store and I couldn't tell you how many hours I have on that thing. Like, I never beat it, unfortunately. And I'm sad because <laughs> I'll never get the chance to try. But uh, there's probably 20-some-odd hours of me just sitting there running against this vehicle. <laughs> That's cool. Um, that was practice. Yeah. Huh? Yep. And then practice is perfect. Weird. And a practice, little bit of lady practice. luck. <laughs> lady luck is super helpful. It, I will it take is. a little bit of luck every day. Um. Oh, and you can't forget the Wusa. The, the, the Wusa. 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 Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, you know, if you come down to Autorama again next year uh, and you win your base race class, you can get an opportunity to try and beat the boss is all I'm saying. Yeah. Man, oh. I was so sad I didn't get to beat the boss in California. <sighs> we got we got stormed out. The so returned bad fast last year. Oh, did it? I, I don't. Yeah, that, I've had some weather really, really, really bad at Autorama. So, um, but they moved it to the end of May now, and because it's at okay. the end of May instead of the, and it used to be Valentine's weekend. Yeah, so right. for 18 years, I didn't have a Valentine's weekend. My, <laughs> that made my wife really happy. Uh, <laughs> and, Which is probably why she's in the position now of, uh, yeah, of yeah. just despising over it. it. <laughs> yeah. And uh but now it's moved to my grandmother's birthday, which is something I'm gonna have to work out. My my grandmother's gone. I mean she's passed a while ago, mm. but we still usually get together on her birthday in mem- remembrance of her. And um <laughs> here's uh Team Minnie says, uh try he says, I've got money on o- on G. Oh. So he's he's betting on you over me. That's not a good bet. <laughs> you don't understand I can get I I live rent free up in his head Mr. Stefan <laughs> I'm up there I'm so in his head that that little USA thing dude that just clears out some room for me to move right in 
do the woosah and Doug just comes walking in. That's right. It's just, oh, hey, thanks for moving the furniture. I got room here now. <laughs> um, Lewis TVC wants to know, are you doing Top Dog again this year? Yeah, of course. I always do Top Dog. Yeah. Always do Top Dog. Always do Base Race. Always do DB Drag. Still just going to do it regardless. Yep. Lose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Team Mini says that's just easy money. <laughs> hey, I just jump in a vehicle. Doesn't matter whose it is. And I can still base race it. Just saying. <laughs> I could. I can even base race Jimbo, and I've never even touched it before. I guarantee it. Once, once you know and you have your own system. Yep. If you have five minutes with any vehicle, you could probably bang nine nine hundred percent. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, and like some of these vehicles, I jump in and I'm going. How do they not destroy everybody? <laughs> I mean. I can't even remember one of the vehicles I jumped in of somebody's. They were all over the place, up and down, and just couldn't figure it out. And I got in theirs, and I held 9.9 .9 for 17 straight seconds. I'm like, how do they not just win? And that's using the uh, boom check, right? Because that's all we yep. use here in California. So we don't use any other songs. I just turn on boom check and just slightly turn, slightly turn, slightly turn. Well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> And I and just let it rip the nine for Riding the 9.9 .9 for 17 seconds is, like, crazy. Dude, it, it was absolutely – I wanted to turn it down so bad, but I'm like, why? I got – what? So what? I lose 10 bucks. Let's see how long this goes. Right? <laughs> you might as well, right? Like, yeah. Worst comes to worst, dude, you got $10. 17 seconds is crazy long. Um, I think so I think Nyman did it for 22 seconds one time. Wow. wow. That's crazy. So – Wow, but I couldn't. No way. You, the, no the, way. Your nerves wouldn't hold it. <laughs> Not even just nerves. Like the, the math, just like how how right? Like yep. so, base race and top dog are an average, right? So, yep. mm -hmm. on like, how are you averaging it out to be a nine point nine for that long without it jumping or dropping? Right. Yep. You need to get I mean, a great that whole start. Shot. Yep. That it's all shot, about the yeah. great shot. The great stuff. Yeah, man. you got to have like a perfect start for something yeah. like no, that. No, no, no. Even if you're close, because it's gonna you're you're gonna lose those first two seconds really quick yeah. if you can get to it in a hurry and hold it. Um, but your problem is if you tie multiple times, like in Top Dog, then that beginning catches up to you. So, yep. do you want to tell anybody your trick, or you want to keep saving that for what you do in ties in Top Dog? <laughs> You you pretty much gave everybody the information they need to know. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna keep my trade secret, but the okay. the information is readily out there. It is. Have... I would agree <laughs> so. with that. Uh, Tiffany says probably the nerves makes them twitchy and unable to hold the no, the number, and, and that is true. Um, uh, first-time competitor, even some guys that have been competing for a while, they come out and their hands are just vibrating because oh, yeah. it, it's so – I mean, the adrenaline, the fun is so there. It's just – it's an awesome thing to do. Um, it's are, a good experience. Yeah. Are there any tricks or any suggestions to people that may be just starting out base race? Um, you know, uh, Barbados, they're working towards uh, – they bought a meter, so they're starting to teach their – 
um, local guys how to be competitive. And then, you know, they're trying to bring in the uh, Caribbean to start competing and be involved in Brazil and stuff like that. So they're trying to get all that stuff um, brought in. So what would your suggestion be to them? Well, they already are on the right track. They got a, a meter, right? right? Yeah. I always recommend getting a term lab because it's the most accurate and what we use currently. So you might as yep. well use what we are currently competing with anyways. But um, just have fun. Don't get mad about it. You know, it takes some time to figure out everything that needs to happen. So as long as you're having fun, I think you're winning. So, so let me read to you my response to her when she said, do you have any suggestions? Um, uh, <clears throat> oh, the rules are just the guidelines. Ultimately, especially at an event like hers, everybody must have fun. There you go. Right. So if you guys are just putting something together to have fun, yeah, the rules are there as guidelines for you guys to understand what to do um and what what not uh but ultimately thing, if nobody has fun they don't come back exactly right if you're not having fun then no one wants to come back to do something that they're not enjoying right yep the other thing i would suggest honestly as awesome as these super pretty builds are that are fully finished and look like a million dollars not every build has to look like that you could literally mm. go to your local pawn shop pick up a sub for What's, what do they run for at a, at a pawn shop? Like 100, 100 bucks? 100 bucks, yeah. You go pick up an amplifier for another $100. Prefab sealed box. Yeah. yeah. Like as long as you're getting a good monoblock amplifier, you're running correct power wire. I always suggest OFC. OFC is the best. Uh, Oxygen-free copper, if you did not know. But uh, just make sure you're running good equipment, and it doesn't have to look like a million dollars. Just have fun. Absolutely. And, and anybody can compete. And just try it. Um, as a store shop, uh, the thing is, is if you get somebody to try it, there's nobody that I've ever met that says, oh, yeah, I'm loud enough. I'm good. Never. <laughs> so we quite literally use that all the time. I've never once in my life heard somebody say, I'm loud enough. It's always, I want to be louder. How can I be louder? How can I be yep. louder than this guy that I'm trying to compete against? Uh, we had a big run of that this year since there were so many shows. Everyone was trying to be super competitive, right? Like, Yep. Um, SQ Sounds, uh, Tristan says, hey, that's great advice. Mac Johnson, he mm -hmm. got out his pen and paper. He's going to be taking yeah. notes on what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But so you know what? I think if, if you – Oh, Jeffrey froze on us. <laughs> you, you do all of that. You know, okay. you practice bummer. Am I back? Yeah, you're back now. <laughs> okay. I I think, you know, if you practice, 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 it's still not really going to guarantee things. There's no, stuff that's always going to happen. Um, I know uh, one of our the Texas guys here, uh, we would do like a test and tune, and he would always come, and then he would be like, look, look, look. And and normally what we do is we'd set up the computer and just let him have at it. Uh, he'd run like, you know, uh, maybe hundreds of runs and – uh, he would come to us and say, look, 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 uh, you know, I, I can do 9.99s and not even touch the uh, the head unit. And and then, you know, come show, the showtime, you know, he ends up busting out or something like that. So, you know, it's it's I always know, you different to really when you're head to head. It. Exactly. When you're head to head. So kind of anticipate that as well as, yep. you know. Hey, Jeffrey, <laughs> um, 
What's that you're wearing, by the way? Uh, oh, it's my, my new Bucky's hat. Yeah, that's a turn around real quick. <laughs> let's see the back side of that thing. All... Oh, turn around? Yeah, let's see the back of that thing. <laughs> In case you guys didn't see at World Finals, uh, that was the jackets that they gave the judges and also the competitors. Um, uh, Jimbo there may have gotten one. What was yours? I for? do have one. Yeah. Uh, so it was they. It was the uh, points champion award this year. Okay. For... Uh, they were sponsored by DC Audio. Yep. I got mine for Top Dog. Top Dog. For most points in Top Dog. Yep. No, that's that's cool. That's a great. I mean, you know, and, and like awards like that are awesome. I know your dad makes mm -hmm. awards just like I do. So your dad always makes a little something something for people at World Finals. I make him something stuff. So. Um, that's one thing you guys all uh, miss out for, by not competing at a world finals level is there's a lot of little keepsake things that are cool. I mean, like this year was the light up keychain, I think. Yeah, we brought light up keychains for everybody to take home. Yep. So, and they said, uh, which ones did they have? Were they DB Drag or were they FX Audio? Uh, so they were, uh, they had a 25th anniversary DB oh, drag right. on it, I believe. That's right. And I think at the very bottom there was like FX audio on it or something like that, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I didn't it, know yeah. this year it was a necklace. It was a necklace, right? Yeah. So it, it was like a keychain necklace that you would, uh, it, it was an acrylic piece and you would, it was on a little LED light and you would click it on and it would backlight the whole thing. It's on a lanyard, so you could wear it around your neck or you could put it on a key ring and put it on your keys, either or. Yep. <laughs> dealer's choice at that point really i guess yeah well we're running up on our hour right now so uh jeffrey you want to hit him with the question okay uh jimbo uh we asked this question to all of our guests um so basically we want to know what is your definition of a base head oh man my definition of a base head mm -hmm. <laughs> oh man can i give a double answer is that allowed sure yeah. Honestly, I want to hear you from the down the block, man. If I don't hear you from down the block, is it really a stereo? <laughs> Not knocking on any of the small stereos, but like if you're a bass head and you're as committed as the term bass head is, I should hear you from down the block. Um, secondly, how many subwoofers have you blown up? <laughs> Jeffrey can you know, relate to that. Yeah. I think so we got uh, some prerequisites then here for your definition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the true, in my eyes, the only way to find out the limit <laughs> is you have to push your equipment. And if you're not mm -hmm. blowing stuff up or you're not wrecking your car, destroying body panels, whatever it may be, you know, how do you know you're pushing the limit? TTD, yeah. right? Test to destruction. Yep. <laughs> exactly. That's a exactly. manufacturing term, TTD. I like that. That's awesome. So, so I've I have a limit to how much base I want in my vehicle, and it's when yeah. I don't have to go to the car wash anymore. So <laughs> and, and, until until I can shake all the dirt and grime uh, off my car with the base, I'm still looking for more. That's awesome. I like that definition. That's good. So um, that that's what I got for me. So hey, uh, where are people gonna see you, sir? Or where can I get a hold of you? All that stuff. I do have Facebook. I don't know how to use Facebook. <laughs> I have Instagram, and that is it. Okay. It, and so it sounds like a family thing. I think uh, your your dad doesn't really partake in Facebook as much no, as well. I, <laughs> I only got Facebook last yeah last year. I got Facebook last year. Gracie got it for you. 
Nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. They, all those guys, all the, all Tennessee. the Tennessee base racers, like you guys, you have to be on Facebook. I'm like, yeah. Hey, I guess I'm gonna be on Facebook now. <laughs> Let's see, what is my Facebook username? It's the same as what it's we just got. Individually. Yeah. Um, and just then, individually. Yeah, and then what's your um? You say Twitter. Instagram. 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 My okay. Instagram is. And was your mom underscore Choi. Okay, underscore Choi. Now, was your mom able to find us this time? You know what? My mom's actually in uh, where is she? Somewhere in Italy. Okay. She's in Italy. Oh, well, right the, now, so she's probably well, not. We go watching. worldwide. So she might be asleep because I think in I think in Italy they're asleep right now. Yeah. So Italy, I believe they're ten hours ahead or nine hours ahead right now. Yeah. So she's. Oh yeah, that'd be way early in the morning. Super early (laughs) in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, because we did Norway, right? We did the one guy from Norway on B two, I think it was, um, or somewhere up there, and um, yeah, they were doing the show at like four in the morning. So, um, yeah, when they came on with us, it was four in the morning their time, and that was a, a very similar to what we were talking to with um, uh, the Greece judge, Yennis. Um, Yennis, yeah, Yennis wants to come on, and we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, he's at like he he said it's like four fifteen in the morning for him, our time, so or four thirty in the morning, so. Um, so he would have to get up really early to be on the show and, and he will eventually. Yeah. So it's just cool. Um, anyway, uh, so they can catch you on Instagram, um, yes. and see the shows. They can always go to your store, which is what FX audio F is in Frank X is an x-ray eight and then audio. Yep. And that's in Spruce Grove, Canada. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, it's Saskatoon, right? Uh, is that Saskatoon? Saskatoon's a little bit of a drive, about eight oh. hours. But yeah. it's, just, it's all this the design, same place. Same, 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 same. This is my Instagram right here and the two store numbers if anybody's looking for them. Ah, there it is. Okay. okay. So just uh, screen capture that and do it yes. or um, whatever. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey, what do you got coming up? I'm looking behind you. I see all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, oh, you mean this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Um, not this weekend, but uh, the following weekend. Which would be Thanksgiving, um, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so it'll be, okay, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. So Thursday, you can have all your turkey. You could do your Friday, uh, Black, Black Friday. Friday shopping, you know. And then Saturday and Sunday, you can come out to Houston, Texas, uh, where our good friend Paul Gaianos here is doing uh, a two-day uh, audio event. It's billed as the largest pure car audio showcase in Texas is what he's throwing. Uh, and he's got multiple organizations. Um, he's also doing a, a demo competition, a structured demo competition. Um, he explained it all on his, uh, on his Facebook. He Maybe did a we'll Facebook try and live. get him on there next yeah, week. Yeah. I Let's, think that's a good idea. Let's that's try a good for idea. him next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, he's also uh, booked all these like food trucks to be at this event. Uh, He's telling me that you got to have this uh, donut burger that they're doing <laughs> out there. Um, he said it's going to be fun for the whole family. It's got kids stuff. Uh, and if you guys, uh, what's well, on dbdragracing.com on, on the calendar, if you guys Google the, um, the where it's at, um, 
Don't be. Oh, it's let me t- let, let me let you know. It's at the Houston Police Academy. <laughs> so so don't fear. You know you're gonna get busted by the cops if you're doing demos or whatever. They know that's what we're all gonna be there for. Um, so they're it's it's gonna feel it's gonna feel good. We're gonna have security there, I guess, so to speak. Nothing <laughs> nothing crazy is gonna happen. So that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a two day event. It's uh, Saturday, November twenty sixth, Sunday. Uh, November 27th. Um, the DB Drag part of it is on the DB Drag Racing calendar. We also uh, have a Facebook page, uh, event page on it. You could also check out uh, Audio Olympics. Uh, you can check it out here over my shoulder. Um, the uh, Facebook event page, Audio Olympics 2022. And and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, Paul on the show here next week and he could explain a little bit more about his show. Awesome. And for me, we got the Nyman... Um... Uh, Toys for Tots, like I said, one of the biggest Toys for Tots anywhere there are in the world. Uh, huge thing. We've gained so much money and so many toys. If you guys are even, I mean, within driving distance and you're comfortable driving, um, please come down and check out this. It's, it's going to be an experience. Santa Claus is there. Mrs. Claus shows up. They go around. They hand out candy canes to people. All the toys and the money and all that stuff goes to a great cause. They do like the Shriners Hospital, so they bring it right into the hospital, give stuff to the kids there. They um, also go to a battered women's shelter and, you know, kids that are not in a great place in their life right now. They get an opportunity to maybe brighten their day. And that, I mean, so that's one of the really cool things we do. Um, And this is like absolutely one of the uh, my most favorite shows of the year. Uh, we go through it pretty quickly. We have a lot of participation. Um, you know, we'll have um, Bill and Melissa Johnson for you guys that used to compete 20 years ago. They always show up to the show and and they just come to give toys, uh, which is awesome. You know, some people you don't have to compete, but you can come uh, deliver some toys. You guys have thousands upon thousands of dollars invested into your um, into your vehicle and your stereo system. Uh, what's a $20 toy, right? Unwrap $20 mm-hmm. toy to some kid who might not be having such a great time in their life right now. And it's an opportunity to give back to them and uh, really show them that the car audio community cares about uh, about everybody. Um, I know we show our love. You know, Gary Killian's having some issues. We're showing love that way. Uh, Nathan Munson having issues. We show love that way. Um, somebody else's car burnt down. I saw a huge thing. Uh, people putting together money to help that guy get his car back together. Uh, I mean, we are a generous community, and let's really show that uh, with Toys for Tots this year. I know there's going to be one in Fresno the following weekend after that, um, You know, and I encourage everybody um, to participate as much as they can, as often as they can. If you have a little extra, share that with those who don't. Um, with that being said, I'd like to thank our sponsors again, Stolman Transport LLC, Puns Customs out of Michigan, um, Lots of Watts, uh, Clothing and Apparel, Crossfire Car Audio. Remember, if you get an opportunity, say uh, support those who support the things that you guys like. So if you guys are into the show and like the show and appreciative of the show, support the people that support the show to show them that it was worth it to them. Um, other than that, Jimbo, it was great talking to you. Uh, yes. You know, all you Canuckians guys, you guys are all the <laughs> always a great time. 
you guys are always friendly and um, if you guys ever get a chance to sit down and talk to him or Ray or um, Stefan um, all all the Canadian guys are just they're they're great people um, what's her name base girl um, you know all, all those uh, Stacy just I have yet to meet a Canadian that wasn't an awesome person um, I'm sure they're out there uh, I've seen movies about the Canadian serial killers, uh, oh, no. but other than that, um, you know, every Canadian I've ever met in the car audio, I mean, just like in general, most of the people that you meet in the car, audio, but they're awesome people. And if you guys get a chance, listen, uh, Don, he big, we're going to get him on here later on in the, in the month, probably. Um, so if you guys want some technical stuff, he wants to talk about, um, lithium batteries and how to set them up properly. So that'd be a good, good topic. Te good technical topic for you guys who want to know. We'll get that out ahead of time. But uh, next week, hopefully, we have uh, the guy from Audio Olympics. And um, like I said, I had a great time this show. Hope you guys did too. Uh, and we will see you guys next week on This Week in Car Audio, 5.30 California time, the only time that matters. Peace. We out. Whoa, whoa.